Welcome back to The Road to Seven with Sheila Cummins. I am your host, Sheila Cummins, and today I'm sharing a live stream that was in my Facebook group the other week. And I'm sharing it because there's information that you need to be hearing. This is if you have a group program on the brain or you're launching a group program, whether it's going really well or not. I'm just letting you in behind the scenes of what it's really like. You know, group programs are so powerful for your business. They're such a beautiful way for you to shift from a one-to-one business delivery model to a one-to-many. When you have one-to-many, you're able to not only create a very profitable engine within your business when it's run well, but it also liberates time for you and enables you to increase your impact at the same time. Groups are also incredibly valuable when you bring together the right women into the program. And if you haven't joined us in the Road to Seven, I'm doing these sessions every single Monday. I'm sharing thoughts and I'm answering questions of women who are making that shift from being that struggling solopreneur to really wanting to build a thriving and profitable business, probably where they are hiring or the business is becoming larger than them. And so if you would like to come and join us, this is your official invite. We would love to have you. There's a couple questions that you answer on your way in, but it is an incredibly supportive community where we have that elevated conversation. You know, I know that you've got a business and that you're established. I know that you're bringing so much knowledge and value to the table. You don't need to be hearing this basic cookie cutter stuff that there's tons of business coaches out there that are talking about. This is very strategic of what it is that I share in this group. And it's not available if you're not in the group. And so this episode literally is showing you what we put out every single Monday. So come and join us in the group and let's get those group programs launched. Welcome to The Road to Seven. I'm your host, Sheila Cummins. I am an entrepreneur, a mentor, an investor, a wife, and mom to three beautiful children. Women entrepreneurs are up-leveling and changing the rules for business strategy, leadership, success, money, and impacting the world every single day. The Road to Seven is the diary of business strategy for women entrepreneurs. We meet you where you're at in your business and champion you along the road to your vision. And I am honored you chose to join us today. Ready to go? Buckle up. It's time to hit the road. So today we're going to be talking about launching and growing your group programs. And I know lots of you are in the place where you're thinking about or you're creating or you're currently launching, or you're running group programs for your business because you know it's such a great way to increase the amount of impact that you have and the revenue that you're getting as a return. And it's a beautiful step out of trading time for dollars. And so if group programs are on your horizon anywhere, then this is a live stream you are not going to want to miss. 
My name is Sheila Cummins, if we haven't met yet, and I'm the CEO and founder of The Road to Seven, and we support women entrepreneurs that are just like you who have a business and are looking for more. They're maybe wanting more revenue, more time, more team, more profit, more impact, more fulfillment. They just want more out of their business, and they know it's possible, but they're not totally sure how to get there. And I was asked last week to share about my experience with group programs. Now, I made the shift to group. Oh, gosh, I'm going to start dating myself. I'm going to say it was 2013. So we're coming up to running groups for 10 years. And I got to be honest, I've had some wicked, wicked group launches where we got, you know, 15, 20 people in and I was sitting there going, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that this worked. And then I've also had group launches where I literally wanted to go and crawl into a hole and climb under a rock because we got all of none people enrolled. And so I just want to talk a little bit about the struggle that I'm seeing people experience with their groups this year. And also, I want to share a little bit about a really powerful decision that I just made in my business that I think might help you as well. And so the very first thing I think it's important for us to connect with here is that if you're launching a group program, there's going to be three results and you have to be ready to accept any of them. You know, the very first result, which of course we all want and vision and plan for, is that we do this launch. We have a massive lineup of people waiting to enroll. People are standing there waving their dollars at you, trying to shove their credit card at you to get enrolled in your group. And that is a possibility. You know, the second option is that you're going to do your group enrollment, your launch. It's going to go okay. You're going to get people in, but not necessarily the number that you thought that you wanted, but you kind of accept it and you go on and you run your program anyway. And then the next way is that there's going to be a launch and you're going to do everything that you're supposed to, that you're supposed to, that you've been told to do. You're going to, you know, do the videos and do the emails and do all these other little things. And then nobody's going to sign up. And so the important piece of what I just said is your launch is not predictable. But if you don't launch, you're never going to know what's going to happen. And what happens is we set these vanity metrics. I want to have 10 people in my group. I want six people. I want 100 people. And these numbers are either randomly generated or they're channeled from within. And we think that our worthiness and the value we bring is attached to the number of people that we enroll. Or it's a number that we need in order to break even or make a certain amount of money so that we can do other things. I truly believe after doing this for almost 10 years, that the right people will come into your program at the right time. When you push and push to get people in because you have this random metric that you're trying to reach, you're going to end up attracting the wrong people. And I'm going to tell you right away that they're going to derail your group. Because a big part of the work that you're doing when you're working in this community of one-to-many, especially if there are touch points between people where they are personally connected to other people in the group, One of your biggest goals is to craft together a cohesive group of people that are going to be supporting each other. If you get one bad nut in there or one person who is not in alignment with either your values or what the program is about or they've signed up because they felt coerced or they felt bullied into it or they felt pressured to sign up, they're going to throw the whole group off and it's not worth it. You see, you're in the people business. And when you're in the people business, you sell to people, you work with people, and you yourself are a people. 
And we want to make sure that we're running these groups from a place of abundance where the right people are in the group and we love on them immensely. They become your world for the length of that group. But if you've got some value attached to the number of people, some random number, I want to have X number of people and you don't hit it, then you can start resenting this group. You're not going to give them your all. And so what I'm seeing right now is women that are launching and they're not getting the uptick that they were expecting. They're not getting buy-in or people saying, yeah, yeah, I want to join. And I think that there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, very first and foremost, I think we have to look at our world today. And if you're selling to women, you are selling to a group of individuals who have been carrying a burden of stress and anxiety and concern for their safety, their well-being, that of their family, that of their extended family. They've been juggling uncertainty with an increase in demands on their time and their energy, and they're exhausted. And I don't know about you, (laughs) but I've been busy unsubscribing, leaving groups, unfollowing. I've just been decluttering my space because it's just been too much. And if I'm doing it, that means other people are doing it as well. And it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your program. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with your offer. It just might mean that the timing is a little bit off for your audience. And then on the flip side of that, and I speak to this from experience, sometimes when we're launching, it's actually not the right time for us. We do not have the capacity to give it our all. We show up in a place where we're not in our power shoes, where we're leading powerfully and, you know, sending out that magnetic attraction that happens when you're calling the right people in. And when you're not in the right place and you keep fighting to get these results, it's really tricky because you then are out of alignment with your audience and they can subconsciously feel it and pick it up. And so if the timing's not right for them and or the timing's not right for you, what's going to happen is you're going to get the results that you're not wanting. And I think it's also important here that we differentiate sitting back and doing nothing and hoping for this group to launch and fill versus doing everything that you've No is the right moves. You're not avoiding any of those follow-up emails. You're not afraid of people, the wrong people unsubscribing. You know, it's not that you're not doing it. It's that you're just going through the motions and your heart's not in it. And that's a really important piece of the puzzle when you're launching and filling your group. Not only does the time and your audience have to be ripe for it, but you also need to be in the right space and have the capacity to deal with whatever results come down the pipeline. And sometimes those results come with a disappointment. And if you don't have the capacity right now to deal with disappointment, then I don't know if it's the time to launch. But, you know, then again, the flip side of that is how can we create space and time and energy to be able to deal with whatever results it is that you get? You know, I see a lot of people that are not launching because they're hiding from the results. I'd rather you launch and get no signups than you don't launch at all and never know whether it would have worked. Because if you launch and get no results, even though somebody didn't sign up this time, it doesn't mean they're not going to sign up next time. It means the time wasn't right for them right now. And just because you launch and get zero results doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. And one of our most important lessons to learn as an entrepreneur that when things don't go according to our plan, we're still the same great person. It's no impact on who we are as an individual. It means our sales and marketing system isn't working the way that we need it to. That's it. 
And when you can differentiate those two and be able to deal with whatever results come, then launching just becomes this thing that you do. And so I promised that I would share a story of what I just did in my business. On Saturday morning, so let me backtrack. I've been enrolling into a two-day intensive. I've been running this program for a year. I've yet to hear someone say it's a crap program. But what it has been is really hard to get people to see that they want it. And this is part of my lesson here. On Friday, I just gave myself the day. My husband was out of the house working. All my kids were at school for the full day. I had the house to myself. And I just had my own little party. I didn't do anything worth noting. I didn't exercise. I didn't make the muffins I wanted to. I didn't clean what I wanted to. I literally just was because I was feeling so frustrated with this program, knowing the value that it brings. But here's what came to me, the clarity that came from stepping out and letting go in that moment. People don't want that program, even though I know they need it. And I can't sell something just because I think people need it. They have to want it. And that's not on them. And that's not on me. It just is. And you know how I realized that they didn't want it? Well, number one, the enrollments weren't going the way that I wanted. But number two, when I interviewed in the last two weeks, 10 of the clients that I want to clone, I want to have more of women just like that. When I interviewed them, None of them said that what they wanted was what the program offered. What they wanted was not what I was offering, but I know they needed it. But think about when you go grocery shopping, and I'm going to use the example of kale. I have a love-hate relationship with kale. I know that it's really good for me and my body needs it because of the iron and the healthy and the fiber and all the blah, blah, blah reasons why kale is a good thing for me. But I look at that bunch of kale and you know what? I don't want it. Sometimes I move on and then I sort of think about it after and I say, oh, I wish I had that kale. It would be really good in the salad right now, or I really could have added it to this sauce or whatever. And sometimes I buy it and then I'm angry. Like, gosh, holy lollipops, I do not want this kale. Why do I have to eat it? Why does it have to happen? And then I feel resentful and then I start bad talking it and then I don't show up for the kale and it ends up going bad and I throw it out. Well, if you're pushing something on someone that they don't want, they are not going to use it. They're not going to get the results out of it. So stop pushing them to buy it. I'll buy kale when I'm ready to deal with it and I'm ready to take the time to turn it into recipes that are going to be pleasant for my mouth and pleasant experience all around. And your program's the same. If people don't want it, you cannot tell them that they need it and expect them to sign up. And so... That Friday realization for me was a game changer. And I got, listen, I cried. I was angry. I punched my pillow. I was frustrated. All the time and money I've put into redoing the sales pages and fixing the copy and shifting the graphics, the amount of launches I've done for it. Okay, it took a ton of my time and my energy and my money. But what it also gave me was a repeatable process that I can be using for my next launch. And Saturday, I went to bed early. Went Saturday morning, woke up at 4.30 in the morning, which, you know, as a almost 50-year-old woman seems to be the norm these days. Thank you, hormones. But in that beautiful quiet of the moment, I just sat there and I was able to process what is it that people truly want? And I sat down with my pen and paper and my coffee and I crafted out a whole new program. 
I used the same process that I used for my other program. I went through the same thought pattern. And you know what happened? I got all of these butterflies and this excitement because I know that this is literally speaking to every single desire that those 10 women wanted. But I had to create the space for this creation to happen by shutting down and saying, you know what? I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to run this two-day program this week. That liberates my Thursday, Friday. I'm not opening up my calendar for calls. I'm still not available. I'm going to take myself skiing, actually, is what I'm going to do on those days, possibly even all on my own with nobody else. I can't wait. In order to see that next iteration and to dive back into that passion and the purpose, I had to go and burn down the house and say, no, I'm not going to do this. It's not working for me. And so if you have all of these arbitrary qualifiers on your group program, I have to launch it on a Tuesday. It has to be done by this date. I need this number of people in. Then you're kind of setting yourself up as opposed to saying and connecting with your audience and saying, is this something that you need? You know what? If you need X, Y, Z, I've got a great program for you. This is what it looks like. This is when we start. And chances are, if it aligns with what it is that they're looking for, they're going to say yes. That is what goes into launching and filling a group program. And so I've removed the pressure from myself this month and probably February too to launch and fill a program. What's happening is people are coming and wanting to work with me privately. I've only got one more space, by the way, which is pretty great. I love running sort of with my set number of women that I work with privately and my X number of hours that I dedicate to private coaching. But what it's doing is liberating space for me to create this new iteration And in the background, you know, the universe is also kind of talking. I'm also writing my TED Talk and working with a speaking coach to develop this talk, which I know is going to have massive impact worldwide. I'm also creating time so that I can work on my pitch deck because I'm approaching a couple investors in the next couple weeks to get my micro lending up and off the ground. And if I keep pushing and trying to fill this thing and fighting with this program that people are clearly saying they don't want, I'm not going to have the space and capacity to do any of the any other things that I want to do. And so if you've got a group program on your horizon, A, I want to hear about it. Leave a comment with what it is that you're launching or that you're filling. And then B, do a self-check-in. Is your audience telling you that they don't want it? Are you in a place to really be able to handle whatever results come out? And if you're wanting some eyes on your group or you're wanting a little bit of a, yeah, I think this is strong, let's go for it, then let's talk. And if you're happy doing this on your own, then go and do it on your own. But launching and filling your group program is not the be-all, end-all qualifier and measure of success for you. It is literally just one of the ways that you can go and support other women. So create the space that you need this week. Get in that mindset to go and get the results that you want and make those courageous actions being okay with whatever results come your way. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to The Road to Seven. If you found value in what you've heard today, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review. You might just get a shout out on an upcoming episode and you never know when I'm going to be mailing some surprise treats to our reviewers. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when new episodes are released. Are you looking for a way to connect with other entrepreneurs that are facing the same challenges as you? I'd love to connect with you in the Road to 7 Facebook group on Instagram and LinkedIn. Just head to SheilaCummins.com. You will find all the links that you need right there. Together, 
We'll explore more ways to support your shift into action so that you can grow your business to finally match your vision. I love aligning your vision of success with strategic and intentional actions because that is how we will grow your business to match your vision. I focus on women, all women, because women hold the keys and the power to creating a powerful and positive world through their impact. We'll see you on the next episode.